You say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that Adam. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful. Awful. Hello. Hello. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. My name is Tom Ratcliffe, TikTok extraordinaire, uh, philanthropist, uh, adequate lover. Opposite me is Jack Short, my best friend in the whole wide world. Don't interrupt. I object to the last two things of that first three. What? That last thing you said, the best friend bit. Yeah, I'm good with that. The TikTok entrepreneur uh, extraordinaire. I'm gonna have to take your word for that because I don't know. I still don't know anything about TikTok. Too old to be allowed on, Grandad. No pervs uh, allowed. The entrepreneur bit is an absolute farce. I said definitely. philanthropist. So. You said entrepreneurist, no, which isn't even a word. <laughs> I said philanthropist, which means giving to charity rather than taking from a charity. Also which is your a lie. Actual job. <laughs> if you don't know, Jack steals from buckets outside <laughs> supermarkets for personal gain. Yeah, you should see the cash that Jack I steals from the poor and gives to the rich. I steal from the poor to give to the poor, which is me. <laughs> well, it's a fair true. trade-off. Yeah, but uh, you know, the good thing about. It's obviously it's morally apprehensible. I know that, but what I will okay, say, because I thought you didn't. What I will say is that because it's cash in hand, it's actually tax free money. Well, that's true. As so well. that's good. So HMRC don't see a penny of that, as far as I'm concerned. It's weird that, isn't it? Because I don't keep it under my floorboards. Obviously, I don't mind paying the minimal amount of tax that I do. Yeah, if it's going towards the NHS. Oh, you're paying stuff. tax now. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah. We should have said we could have gone out for dinner or something. <laughs> I can't afford it now. It's <laughs> uh, I don't mind. Obviously, if it's going to the NHS and stuff, great. I don't really want to be making arm, <laughs> arms for Saudi Arabia with that money. <laughs> if it's all the same to you, we should get a say in what that goes into. Yeah. Maybe that's what Amazon are doing when they refuse to pay their tax <laughs> at all. Uh, oh, well, they're deliberately avoiding the arms yeah, race. Going, Good on you, Jeff. Yeah. Well done, mate. <laughs> No, I think I think the problem that you'd have there, if you gave everyone the choice, I think you'd be surprised at how many people would want to put their money towards nuclear arms and defence and military. Yeah, that's true. It'd be quite, quite a waste of your pennies. I wouldn't mind putting it into arms if we got a choice. Less money for arms, public... more money for public schools, <laughs> yeah? The public vote on everything, I think. Or we should just do it randomly, just to like play bingo with countries. Go, this year we're new king, I don't know. That would be good. Poland. What if it turns out to be us? Well, that's the way it goes. No, Sabotage. we're out of it. Oh, right. you don't, yeah, right. and, yeah. But then it couldn't be Ireland in case of nuclear fallout. It's getting too complicated. Forget it. We'll leave it as it is. Look, let's just, can I just say, let's have less knives on the streets. <laughs> Uh, more money for the NHS. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should give um, not only nurses but also soldiers footballers' wages. <laughs> now, uh, when when would you like that to take place? Uh, instantly, okay. instantly. That's why, we, we that's wait? why there were nine hundred Facebook groups. That Do you want to wait till now. the end of tax year? Or? No, just now. Don't yeah, sort okay. of piss around. I think I'm not against people earning 
£400,000 pounds a week, that's fine. I just think it should be either nurses or soldiers. <laughs> that's fine. I don't think maybe spread it evenly. That's JP. Yeah, I think you'd have to you'd have to figure out a way to break it down. It's not, let's be practical about it. It's almost least, like the, the people God. who scream those things are too stupid to realise the practical world implications. How dare you? How dare you? I'll you in that. Oh, in your rallies. Uh, your good friend <laughs> Tommy. Friend of the family. Uh, oh, Stephen Yaxley. That's what? some great Tommy Robinson knowledge. Don't. That's his real name. Stephen Yaxley. There's your hero. That's his. We live far too close to the <laughs> the mothership of that to be joking around. Do we? Is he local? He lives in Luton, mate. Does he? Yeah. I've I seen him. I that. saw him once. I saw him eating a kebab. Hypocrite one. Where was that from? <laughs> well, Where is it from, Stephen? Who knows? Well, maybe it's probably all right to eat meat from the Middle East. No, I think they're against they they <laughs> what the BMP and other. Oh, they're against that, the thing that it rotates yeah, yeah. on, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, they want uh, animals, that's not the way. Yeah. They want animals killed in the humane way after being kept in a cage that's one square have foot. Throat slit from ear to ear. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm alright, thanks. How are you? <laughs> and you thought we wouldn't have any content. Yeah, well. I well. am depressed. What uh, was that thing? Could I just go back to the. While we're on the subject of politics, I just like to talk about that question time clip that you Oh, tweeted. I've got it. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't want to use that. Oh, we're content in the first link. Uh, we break it out. Should we play it now or play it later? Let's play it later. Let's save it. I can't play save it later. It. Funny. Speaking of, if you enjoyed Idiots. Oh my god. If you enjoyed Idiots, I'm then we'll dead. play that later. But, well, no, you don't have a choice. If you enjoyed Idiots, stay tuned. That's the <laughs> Why one. don't you stay tuned through this track and we'll <laughs> be right back with a little crazy clip from Question Time. Uh, speaking of Idiots, we're Hello. on. Uh, <laughs> we're hosting uh, Britpod Scenes. Wow. So, I'm extremely gassy after that bit. I don't think... I think well, I'm going to try that again. Speaking of idiots, we're uh, guest hosting Britpod Scenes podcast this month for the Christmas special. So download that if you want to hear us. Do are we so. using this bit or are we using the bit that... <laughs> I'll leave it all in, mate. Okay. But it's just not nice to burp in a microphone. Uh, go on, you were going to say something? I was just I don't think we need to say that. I'm sure most of our listeners are probably uh, hooked right into the Britpod scene. Don't, Don't you think? be rude. You were so well behaved for the whole thing. God, editing that was a nightmare. Why? It's just us screaming at each other about <laughs> nothing. There was me saying, there was a bit where I said, can you not stop looking at me like an animatronic owl? And then I made myself laugh for nearly 45 minutes and recorded it all. And I think you, you do look like an animatronic It was owl. a long night. It was a long night. And yeah. the bit that... Oh, well, I sent off, but I don't think made it in, where I start a link going, and what a Christmas it is at this time of year. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, now. We can't do proper big boy things. Uh, yeah, any news, mate? Good week? Just just glad tidings, really. Yeah? Yeah. Not yet. That's Season's green. Christmas that. special. That's coming next, next week. Next week. Yeah, I'm teasing it, though, aren't I? Um... Teasing no. it out like a <laughs> dog's lipstick. Teasing it what? Ugh! Oh. <laughs> I hate seeing them. I know. I honestly hate it. How often do you see it? <laughs> when my mum's dog does it all the time. Yeah. So like you're stroking him and he's having a laugh and that and you're getting on great and then you just see it winking at you <laughs> and you just think you've soiled this happy memory. That's as you spray yourself with female <laughs> dog... With bi- musk. Bitches musk. 
<laughs> you thought it was a fragrance by Chanel. Do we have to be- uh, beat that? No, it's in the context of dogs. Yeah, but you didn't mean it like that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, what's happened to me this week? Uh, my dad sent me... I don't remember asking. <laughs> yeah, we were, if we were waiting for that. What's happened to you this week, Tom? Uh, my dad is trying to get me to join the Secret Service. I don't know why. He found a recruitment pamphlet for the Secret Service and sent it to me. Yeah. And I fear that's because he wants me on the inside. To, uh, <laughs> Your dad is a very paranoid individual. I know. He wants me to wipe the slate clean for him. Like mm. It's like The Departed. I've got to go in breaking it. And, uh, uh, is it like The Departed? a bit like The Departed, yeah. It's more like which the side of the... Which, in The Departed, which character are you there? I'm Matt Damon, DiCaprio. obviously. Oh, okay. oh. Wait, that. What else happened? Hmm. Jack and his girlfriend came round on Wednesday to watch popular TV show The Apprentice. In and fact, I thought it wouldn't happen again. <laughs> but here I am. Yeah, we're going to back in your house. Rush through this because the finals on soon. So Jack wasn't even. I need some background on this. Jack wasn't even invited to come and watch it because he doesn't no. watch it at home. But Jack is also so scared of his own mortality that he can't be left in his house on his own because <laughs> he goes mad like a dog and scratches up the corner of the carpet <laughs> trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so he turned up at the house. His girlfriend then told me that <laughs> when she watches The Apprentice at home, Jack is so anti The Apprentice that he goes upstairs and reads his book sat on the yeah, bed nice. like a sulky bit, teenager. Bit of me time. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, and yet you still came to ours to watch it. Caused an awful atmosphere. And I sat, sat politely there, picking your nose, going, "Who's that? Which one's that? Uh, this is rubbish." What's on the other channel? I can't believe you lot watched this. And then he made a disgusting remark comparing <laughs> one of the people on the TV show to my common-law <laughs> wife's mother. I did. Uh, who you haven't met, so <laughs> it could only possibly be an insult to my common-law wife. I don't think it was an insult to a common-law wife. No? No, I thought she looked nice, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you laugh for ages after I started laughing? Because <laughs> you laugh for ages, <laughs> and you make me laugh. Because <laughs> I like insults. Uh, cool. Right, well, that's, cool. That's stuff that's happened. Uh, coming up on the show, something annoyed you this week, mate? I'll have to think about that. Okay, uh, also got Zarella's Cozy Tip, uh, Etymology Corner, and I've got a couple Cut. of clips to play you, but they don't really fall into categories. But hey, it's free form. We're just warming up for the big Christmas bonanza, where we find out what is at the bottom of Jack's sack. Uh, this is The Pretenders. You won't like it. <laughs> That was Angel of the Morning by The Pretenders. Uh, Emotional. I told you, <laughs> yeah, I told really you. brought the mood down. During that, that I, I was listening to that at work on Saturday and I just started crying. So, there you go. I think I'm not very If you've well. got any songs that make you cry, email them to tomandjackpodcast at gmail.com. I think I'm so scared of sentimentality like I just any or sincerity as well I just fear it so maybe I should start living more emotionally I think you spent your life up until this point deliberately ignoring it and repressing it but this is probably not the platform for it maybe we do a different podcast (laughs) psychology pod 
Uh, maybe we'll pl- maybe we should play a depressing song every week. The Don't you have a, like section. a degree in psychology or something? What is philosophy. It? Philosophy. Yeah. Uh, that's not as useful in this situation. Not really. Why do you want fries with that? Don't be playing stuff on your phone. That's not on. What the hell is going on? What? My phone just started playing a podcast called <clears throat> "May the Porgs Be With You" about Star Wars. I've Don't never act- seen yeah, that podcast okay, in my life. That's fine. Uh, whatever helped you. Have you listened to that? Life. No, I don't. Really no. See, I don't really like podcasts. As you don't really like Star Wars anymore. <clears throat> I just listen to ours over and over. No, I don't like Star Wars. Disney ruined Star Wars. Disney. Yeah. They did. You know, kill Luke like that. Kill you, Reed <laughs> Johnson. Uh, something you annoyed <laughs> you this week, mate? Yeah. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Hello. That was loud. This is the part of the show where we talk about things that have annoyed us this week. Would you like to go first, Jack? No, I'd like you to go first. Yeah, well, what annoyed me this week? Uh, well, take your pick. Was it my car breaking down again when I was in Aldi car park? Is this a, is this like a pole kind of thing? Well, yeah. I don't know. There's just a few. None of them are very funny, but it's just things that have annoyed me this week. Uh, I went for a jog for the first time and I ran straight into a street sign. <laughs> Um, what was it when I was walking walking to work from Milton Keynes train station where a child on an estate spat at me? <laughs> uh, or was it when I fell over walking down a hill into work in front of the entire office and fell over? <laughs> or, you know, um, take the pit. I don't know, let's go through them one by one. <laughs> yeah? Uh, well, first of all, my car breaking down again in Aldi. In uh, Aldi? Well, in Aldi car park. Yeah. You know when you get home and you think, oh, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to wait for my common-law wife. I'm just going to nip to Aldi, get the shopping done. Life hacking. Save a bit of time. <laughs> I'll be ten minutes in and out. It's so early. I've actually reversed time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, you get out of your car, car afterwards. And you go... Oh, God. Didn't have any frozen goods, did you? fine. I don't think I did. No. Thank God. No, I did. I just did walk him home though. In the end, you yeah. got him home. So that's good. Wow. Car broke down, so been getting the. Train. Well, so you just left it at Aldi. No, I got my uh, brother-in-law. Eventually, came and restarted it by holding one of the wires to like a contact point as I turned the engine, and then he just had to drop it and was like, "Go, go." Ha! Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. So I got a train to work all week, which was obviously a joy. Turns out it's quite hard to walk across Milton Keynes because it's not built for humans. It's only built for cars. cars yeah. yeah. So How uh, long did it take you to walk from the station to work? Uh, it took me between uh, 20 minutes and an hour and 10 minutes, <laughs> depending on which route I took, which would change not only by day, but by to and from journey. During? Yeah, so I... How many times did I do it? I must have done it eight... Ten times, maybe. I went a different route every single time. <laughs> Why? Because it's just it just lo- all looks the same. It just <laughs> looks like... If you remember when you saw the footage of Hurricane Katrina? It looks like the areas that were worst hit by that. <laughs> and you just got to walk... What? <laughs> Is that all right to say that? Why not? That's the imagery. Yeah. Well, if we don't use analogy to describe things, mate, we're a little better than Yeah, but Milton Keynes hasn't been devastated by a natural disaster. It's just... You haven't seen oh, it's our own I bloody fault. I work there. So if that's not disastrous enough... Wow. 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, started running because uh, you know I thought I thought I'd try and do my New Year's resolutions before the New Year. Smart. That's not having the big pressure like when you see everyone waddling to the gym on January the first, and they never, brother, they never go back. Unless you try new soft lad gyms coming soon, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be welcome. We'll Are you soft? You Does your dad pick on you a bit too much? Bring soft us your, lad gym. Bring us your fatties, your skinnies. Bring your best PE kit. Yeah, yeah, that's nothing. You won't need the right gear necessarily. Just turn up and get on with it. No, we'll have we'll have like a mufti box. Oh, if anyone can help themselves. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you got, if you, if we're encouraging soft lads to the gym, they're not necessarily going to have their own gear, are they? And I don't mean that kind of gear. (laughs) It'd be so many (laughs) Richard. No, it's only (sighs) if they want to. We're not forcing them to. It's not mandatory. Saying if you'd like. I know, but I'm saying if if they if they want to join, but they don't have the equipment, and they're thinking, oh, I don't know, maybe this isn't long term. Just come down. Yeah, we're not be gonna be a like mufty box. PE teachers that go, you have to do it naked. If you forget your PE kit, you when have to did do that it happen? completely naked. I had a teacher who used to do that. And in fairness, right, he was, he was, <laughs> he had stringent rules, but he was totally fair because even when he forgot his PE kit, he'd have to do it naked as well. <laughs> and he was, God love him, I think he had Alzheimer's, kept forgetting most weeks. <laughs> Uh, see, that's a joke, but not dissimilar things did happen, of course, during my school days. So never do, never, never maybe, within touching distance from the truth, are you? Maybe that's why I cry when I listen to the Pretenders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was, I went for a jog, and then I ran straight into a road sign. I don't know what it said. It not, not like a works up ahead, but one that just said something like Grand Road or whatever. But he said, I don't know what he said, I was too embarrassed to smash my hip off. How low down were you? What? I didn't run head first, I ran hip first into oh. it. It really hurt. Yeah. First day I ran two kilometres in under ten minutes, I think through fear. And then I got a bit ahead of myself and started looking up the world record. I think <laughs> <laughs> due to the okay. pure adrenaline of exercising. And then the next day it was much harder. And then suddenly I'm walking, you know, between 40 minutes and two hours and 20 minutes to work every day. So <laughs> the old jogging took a bit of a back burner. Um, yeah, then what else happened? Yeah, child spat at me when I was walking through an estate. Lovely. Good, I don't know. I'm just I'm totally used to how people react to me, even though they don't know me. They just know people just don't like me, and that's fine. That's their prerogative. Was this child shouting something at you? No, he just, just sort of went slowly by on his bike and just spat at my feet. And I just sort of went, that's the way, well, that's the way it goes, mate. That's the way it goes. I mean, it's tough. Uh, never mind. Uh, no, I else had fell over walking down a hill on the way. It's <laughs> good in the cold. So, I was like, I think I'm going to have to get a new car. A new life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I will. Just kill <laughs> myself. Uh, <laughs> what did you do, mate? What happened? You just slipped over. It's really steep and it was icy. <laughs> and I just went, I'll save a tip. My, I actually used my sat-nav to get to work and I kept checking I had it on walk because it was going just it was saying just walk straight to this roundabout to the A5 and then it was going just walk down the middle of it <laughs> I don't know if even my sat-nav wants to be knocked off 
I knew. Stupid. You never know where you're going. Sat now. Or whatever, on my phone, Google Maps. Oh, uh, right. It's not. Well, it navigates where I sat. Why like, you, I thought you just took it out of your car and started following it. <laughs> what, I did the sticky thing on my yeah. hand <laughs> and held it in front of my head? On your forehead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to get a new car. Wow. No. Do you want my help this time? Uh, no. Have I t- <laughs> This is funny, actually. When my common-law wife went to buy a car, we were sat with the salesman, and um, he was... I can't remember why. He started showing us pictures on his phone. We were like, okay. And he showed us, like, a picture of a bear that he'd taken a photo of in, like, Alaska. And he was like, do you like that? And we were like, yeah, great, wow. And he was like, oh, wait, it it doesn't do it justice on this. Um, I'll, I'll put it on the big, like, the conference room screen. (laughs) <laughs> what? And we were literally waiting for like two more signatures so we could take the car and go. And he went, Oh, I don't have the cable. I'll just go and get it. And we were like, We don't. <laughs> it's, nah, it's fine. <laughs> and he went off for like 15 minutes, came back with the cable. Took him another 10 minutes to get it on the screen. And he just went, There it is. Same picture. And we just had to sit there and look at a bear. Uh, great. Thanks that, mate. <laughs> Peculiar. I don't want to get involved with car salesmen's, mate. I'm scared of real men. And I'm scared of not real men. What are they called? Women. The worst car. Don't say that. It's pejorative. You're better than that. You're better than your small town mentality. Hermaphrodites. Hermaphrodites. Your maphrodites, mate. That's not pejorative, then, is it? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> something annoyed you this week, mate. What's annoyed me this week? A little thing annoyed me this morning. Actually, come yeah. to think of it. Erection. Yeah, yeah, can get rid of it. <laughs> What's Hanging the Hanging off story? the edge, edge of the bed. Jack Short's glory. Oh, all right, mate. Oh, all right. What's the thing? You don't. Get out of here with your toxic masculine. I don't Okay, oh, you're about local to say... scouts group trying to come down and camp under it. Oh, okay. That's suddenly not laddish. That is something very... Different. Uh, I'm just dialing two nines into my phone, and I will dial a third nine when deemed necessary. Look, all I'm saying is that you got a. Why were the scout? Why were scouts even set up in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Baden Powell. Yeah, Baden Powell. Why are those dads so keen to help? Baden Powell. Children. It was intense. Oh, oh, look no. at that. No, he probably didn't. What <laughs> else was he doing? Is he that created an army like Coney? Scott <laughs> Coney. Let's make a documentary nine years after he's been deposed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> couldn't get away with that now, could you? No, he couldn't get away. <laughs> in roared for badges. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I got my <laughs> off Arcala badge. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! I got my, I got no. my looking a cow flying forward badge. <laughs> that's probably that might make it in that one. That's lovely euphemism. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we shouldn't do it on Sunday evenings. <laughs> When you're ready, you may tell me what's the noise you uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're an animal. 
Oh dear. The only thing that annoyed me this week was when we went shopping in Aldi this morning. Oh wow. Exciting stuff. My partner, hmm. she didn't want to, she, the only space going was a parent and child one. And do you know what? I don't know. I don't know why. What it is inside me. I feel. I feel a need to. It's either I'm being respectful of the scheme, mm. or option B, I'm terrified that when I go back to the car or when I park in the space, someone is going to come and shout at me for parking in parent. And child. I know what you mean. I. It's probably option B. That was the only space for me this morning. Uh, not this morning. This afternoon when I went shopping, I was thinking, did I go in there? Maybe that because I don't understand the rules. I don't because none of them are very far away. Yeah. So why should I mean why should I be able to walk? Yeah, <laughs> sure this is. But why would the kids? Mine is fear definitely. Why don't do it? Yeah, definitely. That a single mother might kind of slash my face. So I said no, don't park in there. You know, whatever mum really needs it or something. Don't you keep going? And then as we're about to go past the driving space, <laughs> this bloke who looked like I don't know like Mr. Toad if he was on benefits oh yeah that's wrong. in a car in this old <laughs> banger right. that literally had smoke not just coming out of the back of the car but the front and sides as well you realise that was me this guy was literally literally jumping he pulled up into the parent and child space and I just no that's not on uh, Why does he get to just not care? I know, well, it's uh, heavy lies the head that wears the crown. Not really in your case. No. Um, heavy lies the mine. crown that crushes the coward. Heavy lies the... Yeah. 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 I know, I don't know if I... I sometimes think I'd be better off if I was just totally ignorant. You could just get on with things. You'd never feel guilt about anything. Like, who well, knows what I'm capable of if I'm Ignorance not... is bliss. Anchored by this guilt about just being alive. God, maybe we're just too smart for our own good. Maybe we are too smart for our own good. There's or a good cowardly. quote from um, can't remember, Bertrand Russell, that says um, the, it's something like this is going to make me sound mega stupid. Uh, the biggest injustice in the world is that uh, the ignorant are cocksure and the intelligent are, and the capable are full of doubt. Something like that. What I, I like think that about, was Kurt Russell. <laughs> what I like about that quote is if you say it, you think you're the intelligent one, but then by the very nature of that example that he gives, you are the cockshore idiot. Oh, so there but... you go. He's done us again. <laughs> Russell has done you again. If I could remember a single one of his theories, I'd make a joke now, but I can't remember. You've there really you ruined everything about culture for us, Bertrand. Oh, so that's what annoys you that you so no, it didn't annoy you that don't have a pop at Bertrand mate he'd knock Stupid your head off um, so what annoys you or is you... he quite built <laughs> what's the question is that he said he knocked my head off yeah well you're a fanny <laughs> <laughs> pot kettle black isn't it <laughs> you're honestly like a fight idioms I'm not saying I could fight Bertrand Russell. Yes, you were. I got exactly what you were saying. Why'd you have hand down your trousers then? <laughs> you did. You said you had to. He'd kick your f***ing <laughs> head in, son. <laughs> Get in there. Look at that tash. That's, that's, a, a, ma- real, that's <laughs> a real gentleman, that, isn't it? That is a gentleman. 
Oh, Why don't we start dressing like that? Hmm? Why don't we start dressing like that? You've gotten rather unusual with your dress sense. You used to be a bit snappy, but now you just dress like an idiot. <laughs> Look at your face. Look at you right I think, now. I think it's your haircut. Where did you get that jumper from? Jack bought me a jumper, and I always forget that he bought me it. Uh, well, no, he didn't buy it. He bought it for someone else, and then the only other person he knows is the size of a teddy bear. He just flung it at. That's the only reason I'd ever give you anything. Good, I don't if want If someone gifts, else didn't feel, want it. I felt obligated for about, admittedly, only 15 seconds to get you something in return. Oh, but now no, I keep forgetting, you. and I wear it every time. I think your girlfriend thinks it's my only clothes, or like I sleep yes. in it, smell it. Yes. It smells like you. you see the moths starting to pull it apart. It's like when I had that um, Smith t-shirt of yours and I used to keep it under my pillow. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, and, oh. <laughs> cool. Uh, cool beans. Anything else annoys you about Wait, what actually annoyed you about that? So the fact that you weren't brave enough to take a, a mother and child's space. Parent and child. Is that it's what the it modern is? world. Oh, it's PC, correctness, mental, oh. gone mad, nutters. Oh my God. You can't even strike an Irishman for looking at you twice now. Crazy. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Focus, dear. Neither. <laughs> Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Oh, priceless. Great. Uh, <laughs> right, let's have some music. This yeah. is... I'll tell you what, would you like The Smiths or Oasis? I'd like Oasis. Cool. It depends song for song, doesn't it? Acquiesce or This Charming Man? This Charming Man. It's the best version, bro. This is the best um... version. Stephen, I ask you. That was dismissed, this time, man. It is Charming Man. I wish we hadn't talked about that. That's really depressed me. We're talking Good. about my Christmas temp triumph, some are saying, at Argos. Never mind. Christmas temporary days. paralysis. Yeah, when I was, I, have I ever, I'm, I don't think I did talk about this on the pod. They made me sign up for an Argos credit card on my lunch break to boost Bay. like the amount, well, the supermarkets or whatever, to boost the amount of things they'd sold in the quarter, amount ah. of sign ups they had, and it took up my entire lunch break pretty much. And I didn't. That was just it then. All right, back to work. Thanks for that, <laughs> Stephen, as they called me. Uh, cool. Right. Do you want wow. to hear this clip from Question Time? Yeah, you? can I? Right, this has got nothing to do with politics, really. I just well. think it's... Well, it's, it's, and it's Dimbleby's last question time. He's de- Dimbleby's uh. gone. Uh, well, I just think it might well be Dimbleby the most... good to me. ...stupid thing I've ever heard said by anyone, and that is saying something. It's, uh. Apart from the Pharrell thing, that's still... That will live oh, with yeah. us. Oh, well. well. What about the stupidest thing you've ever heard someone from Joe Public say on telly how's that yeah that's fine. Oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so obviously they're debating a uh, little thing called uh, brexit but this is how it was everyone really boring um, <laughs> <laughs> the man there yes you you with the spectacles no the man with the spectacles there down there it's not for the politicians to decide um how you use politics service men and service women have died for freedom and our system if you have another vote, will they have died for nothing? No, no, How do you mean? No, no, no. Why? No, what I mean is... 
it's, it's precisely around democracy, isn't it? I mean, that's what people were going to, to fight for, and I don't think you can... Deal with it. Okay. I, I don't think you can undermine the will of the people by having a vote of the people, checking that they're happy with where the situation is. I don't think that undermines the all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favourite, that bloke. What an idiot. Don't answer. Deal with it. <laughs> okay. That's not technically a question. Then, Wrap it? the programme up. Go back to your office and sort this mess out. <laughs> Now, so he starts with a lot of service where women died. Died, yeah. Which is fair enough. It's true. Yeah. Fighting for this system. Mm. Okay. Don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> if we have a second referendum, does that mean they died in vain? Uh, no. If you want a quick answer. <laughs> and then, if you want a longer answer, well, I suppose you'd have to ask: Did servicemen and women die? In some in some way intrinsically linked to the European Union, did they Defi fight for our right to only hold a referendum on an issue once? That's what they'd specifically have to lay down their life for, and they must they must surely have mentioned that because there wasn't a war about that. So that's <laughs> on them. That's a good point. Really. There wasn't a war about that. <laughs> I don't think there was no. yet. yet. Uh, no, yet. Uh, <laughs> I like Dimmer because what. What, what's that? your point <laughs> what's that that's not any reason you've tried to use an evocative image <laughs> but you haven't actually made a point and then he just gets up and he goes what I mean is and then just spreads his arms like <laughs> Jesus Christ does, does, does no one know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's what I like about it. He, think, he thinks he's speaking with absolute clarity. <laughs> we live in that world. I mean, not the West Country where he comes from, but that's what our entire... That's what people surround us are like. I know. I know. Not, not the ones we choose actively to spend time with. Mm. Person can accept it. Thanks. Do you know, I was thinking earlier, actually, when we were in the supermarket, you know... You know wasps <laughs> in the late summer, early autumn... They have that thing where basically their their biology just sends them absolutely crackers. They go a bit sort of drunk and mad, and that's mean, why like wasps start stinging people a lot at that sort of time. Of do year. you mean white Anglo-Saxon Protestants? Yeah, I've never seen the insects do that. What they go all drunk and mad. You're thinking of wasps. students, mate. No wasps at the end of it's like the end of their sort of life cycle. Late summer, early autumn, they go crazy. And I think I've never heard that. Oh, look it up, then. That's not true. It is true. That's from Doctor Zeus. And I think that the same applies to humans. <laughs> really? Yeah, possibly. It's possibly a Christmas thing. I think it's probably generally just weekends. I think something happens to people on weekends. I think they just either they're like that at work, or they just they leave work and they just flick a little biological switch in their brains and just turn off. I do like, I don't like being engaged in it, but I do like bank holidays when it's hot, when people just, they just go mental for three <laughs> days. They just go insane. Like, I don't know, like they've had retirement or something. It does make you think if things go south, like too far south just, in this country, honestly, we will be like dogs. As a race, we're just on a precipice, I think. It's, it's a house of cards. Sorry, a species, not a race. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, a little bit. Uh... I mean, yeah, they just go ballistic, just, just drink from dawn till dusk for three days in a row, and then just go through and go, oh, that's good to do that again in a year. <laughs> I don't know if people can deal with it. Peculiar. Uh, 
Yeah, so that thing about wasps isn't true, I don't think. Yeah, it <laughs> but is. answers on a postcard. Um, yeah, good old Brexit. All right, now we're doing our Brexit discussion, which will take 45 more minutes. <laughs> um, Brexit, eh? Can't believe it's not better. John, if, um, if you want to see something terrible about Brexit, watch SNL this week. They had a sketch where Matt Damon played David Cameron... Oh yeah, I saw that. I tell you what, was... Unbel- it was like watching a, a sixth form who's written a comedy sketch, mm, a review. It was yeah. a terrible, that absolutely was, uh... terrible. <laughs> that did you see Pete Davidson's appearance on SNL this week? Yes. Did you see? Because he posted he might be unwell Instagram thing or something saying he was going to kill himself or he was thinking about killing himself. Smart. Uh, but then SNL clearly just wheeled him out. To go, he's not dead because he came out and he goes now back to Miley Cyrus, and that was literally it. He wasn't in the rest of the show at all. That poor, he's really funny and he's a really talented comedian. And he's been pick up the phone, mate. He's shut up. He's been sucked into that vortex of hatred that he's Ariana Grande. But no, but being famous, he's been dragged into the public eye. Imagine if you were in that will that will happen to you when you go on. The biggest comedy show in America. Yeah, but it's not the same, is it? How? Well, because uh, name another co- member of SNL. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> Great. Let's have some more music. <laughs> the funniest the American I know. The Apprentice is starting five minutes. Oh my god! Uh, this is uh, Oasis. That's promised. That what, was Oasis. What an Oasis to definitely listen a- to. Acquiesce. Like we this. need each other. We believe in one another. Uh, right, I've got. Oh. I've got a little thing to play. I don't know. If uh, you're... Shut up! You've been you've been beastly this <laughs> evening. Uh, I mean, I'm just keeping up. I don't have a vlog for a while, but I found this. Uh, KSI's little brother was uh, giving out an award. At some video game conference thing, it was quite a big deal. And uh, if you just want to listen to, well, this award goes to Epic Games. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, it was. It's a joke. It's a joke. It, it goes to Blizzard. Well done, Blizzard. Blizzard. Hey. The joke. Well, I'd say he just said it was a joke. It was actually quite funny, if only because he doesn't realise that's not cool. But you look like the animatronic owl again, I'm going to be honest. So what happened? So he was at an award oh, ceremony, so like a big deal within the video game. Industry. Wow. Poindexter. Uh, and, <laughs> and he just reads out the thing going, and the winner is Epic Games or whatever. All the people get up, the lights change like they do at the Oscars. Oh, yeah. Comes up on a massive screen behind him. And then he goes, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. He just read out the wrong name just for a laugh. <laughs> That's odd to do that. <laughs> it is odd. It Good is bands, though. Odd. Cracking bands. Well, I'm glad I played that. Uh... <laughs> right. I'm going to miss The Apprentice. Do you want a cosy tip from Zoella? Please. Please. Sorry, it's cosy. Cordially invited to listen to Zoella's cute, woozy, cozy, lonely, super mega tip. Hello. It's time 
to have one of my tips via <laughs> Zoe Suggs and her book, Cordially Invited, a seasonal guide to hosting any occasion and making a memory out of every day. Uh, so every week we look at a little tip on how to make a memory out of every day. Uh, we've already seen how to make a cheese board, yeah, and we're going back to similar themes with a antipasto sharing platter. Oh, uh, lovely! So, Sounds nice. Uh, so basically, a bit of meat on some wood. Yes, there is. No, they've gone with marble. Oh, uh, so really, again, I'll photocopy it. It's fine. Uh, she hasn't even bothered with a recipe for this one. <laughs> She's just ah. combined the method and the recipe. Uh, prep time: ten minutes. Which is, yeah, I mean, if you look it's at it, it's good to know how roughly how long it's going to take. Ambitious. Uh, as this starter is all about appearances, make sure you use a nice wooden board, marble or slate slab, or a large serving platter. Thanks. Uh, you may also want to include a few smaller bowls for oily ingredients such as olives and sun-dried tomatoes. Wow, don't just uh, put them out on the board. <laughs> don't just put them on the floor or straight on the <laughs> table. Put them in a bowl on a flat surface that can be washed. Uh, <laughs> um, this can be either a sharing plate where everyone eats directly from the central boards or you could provide small side plates so your guests can choose a few items at a time and place them on their own. Wow. Plate. So we've got options. Jack. Novel. Please don't look at the picture and think it's as simple as putting some stuff on a piece of marble. <laughs> uh, we've got plenty of options about how to put your own spin on it and really make a memory out of every single platter. Uh, this, is re- <laughs> this is a really adaptable dish. Just add more ingredients if you were feeding a larger crowd. Uh, <laughs> Just like that. It's almost like... (laughs) It's almost like cooking anything. It's almost like it's just putting things on a slab. So in many ways, that is adaptable. You could put literally anything smaller than the slab on it. Uh, Build your plate by arranging the ingredients in a generous array. Uh, Gently fold the pieces of cured meat. Scatter vegetables around the board so everyone can reach some. Drain the mozzarella, then tear it apart into big chunks and dribble one tablespoon of olive oil over it to add some shine. Uh, place slices of bread and or crackers around the board. <laughs> Great. Uh, we've then got lists of what these things are. So cured meats, uh, <laughs> slices of a couple of different types of cured meat, e.g. salami, parma ham, chorizo. And we've got prosciutto. I can never say prosciutto. that one. Prosciutto. That's the one. Prosciutto. Uh, cheeses ideally go for a contrast and texture and taste. <laughs> I mean, we've learned a lot with the cheese. Wow. Board, but still, let's reiterate. Good suggestions include mozzarella or baby bell. Uh, <laughs> uh, vegetables. Uh, for a fresher contrast, choose a selection from cherry tomatoes, olives, sun-dried tomatoes, roast peppers or artichokes, and a few rocket or other peppery salad leaves. Um, bread. <laughs> Fairly self-explanatory. Uh, uh, breadsticks and crackers are also good. Uh, instead of butter, dip your bread in the dressing below. Uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> uh, in a separate shallow bowl, combine one tablespoon of balsamic vinegar with two tablespoons of olive oil. Add them gently, one at a time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not go crazy, guys. Uh, that's probably it. Cozy. <laughs> the coziest of all. Tips. Not since the Baden Pat. No. No. Um, 
<laughs> right, let's go straight into Etymology Corner because I can hear the music. <laughs> Jack Short. Etymology Corner. Christmas hooray from all of us. <laughs> this is Etymology Corner, the part of the show where we take a word and look at the very nub, root, and beginning and etymology of it. This week's word is Yule, supplied by Jack Shaw. Yule, noun, Old English yeol, yeola, meaning Christmas Day or Christmas Tide. From Old Norse yol, meaning a heathen feast, later taken over by Christianity, of unknown origin originally. Uh, the Old English cognate Gwili <laughs> was oh, the Anglo-Saxon's yeah. name for a two-month... Don't bother looking that up. Uh, <laughs> name for a two-month midwinter season corresponding to Roman December and January, a time of important feasts, but not itself a festival. Uh, after conversion to Christianity, it narrowed to mean the 12-day feast of the Nativity. Wow. That uh, was replaced by the word Christmas in around the 11th century. God, it all links together, doesn't it? So there you go. Maybe us and the rest of Europe aren't as different as we once thought. <laughs> so why don't you all go and bore someone else? <laughs> uh, right, thank you very much. We're about to go and see who do you think is going to win, Jack? Uh, Alan. <laughs> he always wins. Even when he does a racist tweet and everyone <laughs> forgets about it two days later. Goodbye! Bye! <laughs>